Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening, and welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew that you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And I am Crypto Helix. And this week's question is, what's the most annoying enemy in video games? Let's go. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the topic at hand, as per usual, folks, you're going to hear a little bit about the business from us. So if you enjoy this podcast, if you think it's funny, if it makes you laugh, if it makes you cringe, if it makes you pound your fist on your desk in rage, if you think we are just the wrongest of wrong, let us know. Give us a like, a comment, a share, a rating, a review, a subscribe, a follow, a favorite, anything of that nature on whatever piece of media, software, or app you're listening to this podcast on, because that feeds the algorithm. As you all know, the algorithm puts this podcast in front of more people that listen to similar things. So the more people that interact with the pod, the more people it gets automatically recommended to. And if you feel incredibly giving, there's another way you can help us out. You can recommend us to your friends and family your mortal enemies, your beer league hockey team, your tennis partner, your, heck, I don't know, classic car club, anything you're interested in. If you got people that would laugh at this, tell them about it. We'd really appreciate it. That's the number one way that we see growth. That's the number one way that people reach out to us and say, hey, love the pod, listen to it, whatever. You know, it's some days the only thing keeping Cody and I going. And we appreciate that. <laughs> Finally, Cody. And maybe Carl can chime in if he so feels like. There's one more way that you can support us if you have the means and the motive. Yeah, we have a Patreon. You guys can head on over to our Patreon and join in. The good news is if you want some more of this podcast, it is available for you to purchase. If you have the means and the want to do so, you can join in. We have one tier. It's at $5 a month. And the main thing that that gets you is an extra bonus episode every week. They come out on Fridays. Our regular episodes, as you know, come out on Mondays. So it helps spread the week out a little bit. Um, our good friend Carl here it happens to be a Patreon member. Uh, so he pays for it as well as produces it a little bit. Uh, but uh, we have a good time over there. Things are a little more loose. We kind of just talk about whatever we're feeling like. And uh, yeah, it's just a bit more casual. It's Mike and I talking about the things we love over there. So if you want to check it out, like I said, it's $5 a month, just that one tier. Uh, you get an extra bonus episode every week. Uh, the first episode is free on Patreon. You can go over there and listen to it for no charge um, and kind of try before you buy. Yeah. And again, if if you like what we do here, maybe we'll eventually corrupt you enough to get you to pay for it. Yeah, that's, that's how, right. That's how it works. That's the out. goal. Right. You guys got to start advertising the feet picked here. Ooh, My favorite yeah. part of the subscription. Hey, <laughs> you, you got, you, they got to prove that they join first and then they can get on the feet picked here. <laughs> I don't know. I got fucking hairy toe knuckles like a hobbit. Yeah, you got them hobbit feet. I've seen them yeah. things live. Yeah, Promise? They, <laughs> they almost braid those shits. <laughs> anyway, now that everyone <laughs> is done gagging in their cars, um, 
Guys, we've been talking about this one for a while. This has been on our radar as we've gamed together, as we've talked about games. Every once in a while, you run into an enemy that is just the worst, just the most annoying piece of shit enemy in a game. And that's not even necessarily like difficult, right? Like just annoying. Yeah, they're all over video games forever. Um, I think we're going to see a common theme, not to bury the lead a little bit, but I've got a, a working theory on annoying video game characters. Okay. Uh, but we'll kind of get into that as we as we talk a little bit. Well, I know, Carl, this was a suggestion you had after a particular enemy we had all been fighting in uh, in, a, in a certain game. So one thing before we jump into it here, because I want to make sure we start off strong. Are we rating these on any kind of category system or are we just playing it fast and loose and picking one at the end? We can all just pick our mo- most annoying, I think, and, and okay. pitch them to each other. I think it's kind of hard to assign a score type of thing to these things. Yeah, that'd be a little tough. The category is annoying. So it's like if we assigned a numerical value to it, what else is there to to rate it on? We're talking about the most annoying. So it makes sense. And there's also the fact that I've probably played games you guys haven't have and, you know, vice Mm -hmm. versa too. So it'll be hard to. For sure. For sure. To vote that way. So I like the, the fast and loose kind of style here. Hell yeah. Well, stand and deliver. Start us off. I mean, okay, so we can start off with the topic that prompted this podcast here. And that is going to be the stalkers from Borderlands 2. They were absolute demons. Fucking horrible. And there are, there's like subspecies of the stalkers. Mm -hmm. Stalkers, a type of enemy, and there's five or six of them, and they all suck. The rapid yep. ones or whatever. They all have their own little niche or their own little shtick to them. And they all have common abilities as well. Like they're all very similar with slight differences is how I would describe them. The biggest thing, and maybe we can talk about what they look like a little bit too, is that they're fast and they can hit you very quickly and then just get out of your range so you can't do anything. And there's always... Yep. Three or four or five of them. It's never just one. Well, have we talked about the fact that they're invisible? Because I feel like we got to fucking mention that. Right. Yeah. For those of you who haven't played Borderlands 2 before, uh, the stalkers are a dragon-like enemy is what I would say. They're kind of basically dragon-shaped, but they always start off with a shield and they always start off invisible. They then become visible. That's kind of when you can hurt them. Uh, And then they kind of nightcrawler bamf around and uh, go from visible to invisible and back and forth until you get their shields down. And then you have their fucking full health bar that you got to get through before you kill them. Well, and also, yeah, go. The the pack mentality about them is the worst. There's never one of them. There's always multiple. Right. And there's always multiple types of stalkers. So there's some that can hit you with like little range talons they throw or something. Mm-hmm. Some get super close to you and do little spinny tornadoes and smack the shit out of you. And so you're getting hit three, four different angles here from multiple right. creatures at one time. And they're all fucking invisible. They're fucking invisible. And so for those playing along at home, Borderlands 2 is a shooter. If you've played Call of Duty, you've basically played the gameplay of Borderlands for the most part. 
And so imagine trying to play yep. Call of Duty, but you're not shooting at another guy with a gun who you can see. You're shooting at a golden retriever sized dragon that is invisible. And there's like six of them. My, my least favorite are the fucking like, uh, I forget what they're called. They're like the rapid stalkers or whatever, yep. where they're all up on you. They, they're they very rabid, I think. And then it and turns rabbits, to rapid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it it like just rushes you and is all in your face. And Super you aggressive. Can't, can't shake them at all. Nope. Can't. It's a fucking nightmare. And you just get swarmed. And, and that's the thing is there's so many and they are really aggressive. Like there are other enemies in the game that are as numerous, but they're not as aggressive. And so they're manageable. You can pick them off one by one. But the stalkers, all of them are attacking you all of the time. Mm hmm. And I, I think they, they dominate like a quarter of the main storyline too. God. Yeah, all all through the fucking uh, wildlife exploitation stuff, mm-hmm. it, that's all stalkers. And leading up to that is all stalkers. Mm-hmm. It's the worst part of any playthrough of Borderlands is when you get to that and, point. And then anytime you're in Thousand Cuts, which you basically just have to travel through all the time, nothing happens in Thousand Cuts, but you have to go through it a million times. And anytime you're in there, stalkers everywhere. Yep. Chalk fucking full of stalkers. These yep. things, they absolutely suck to fight. <laughs> you guys have any other Borderlands 2 annoying characters that I, are no, I mean, none are near stalkers, but I, I thought about Borderlands for a minute because that's what we've been playing. Uh, EXP loaders. Yep. EXP I was loaders. just going to say. Suck. Yeah. Loaders. Just annoying. Honestly, more annoying than those for me are the whatever the loaders are that create the bubble shield. Ion. I hate Ion, those guys. Yep. <laughs> They're so See, annoying. none of the loaders, none of the loaders do it too much for me. I definitely get what you're going with the EXP because mm. they can just kill you out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah. Like if you don't, if you don't see one, it can run up behind you and just explode. And I was trying to farm the bunker and they were yeeting me off the platform. Yeah. Yeah. But racks the... are the fucking worst. I fucking hate racks. See, I think... At least with Rex, sometimes you can just ignore them and they won't attack you, which can be nice. Rex are birds for those that are not Borderlands literate. Big birds. (laughs) Uh, But once you hit one of them, it's game over for like three straight minutes because they're all going to come at you. It's like kicking a hornet's nest. And they each die to like two bullets. But the fact that they'll chase you across half the map and just circle you and dive bomb you is just yeah. it forces you to take your attention off whatever you're doing and deal with these angry bat vulture bird things that you pissed off. Well, and sometimes like if you don't have a good like SMG or shotgun, they could be a little tough to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just won't be able to hit them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Until they're flying right at you. That's the best That's time the to straight wait. away. That's the one. Yeah. Rex do get a little credit from me because it's one of the I wouldn't say one of the best ways to farm experience levels. But you can farm some XP from Rex if you got enough time and nothing else going on, but maybe a movie on the side. That's got the way your to infinity. Do it. You got your, yep, you got you that going. You get the infinity. You hold down your mouse button. Yep. You can maybe you can tape it down. Maybe you got to wait. I don't know. Either works. Set it there and let it go. You duct tape your controller and you go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> that has been done. Oh, I'm talking to two guys. I'm talking to two guys that have done it. I know it's been done. I've been there. <laughs> All right. I've been there. Stalkers are way up there on the list. Um, Cody, 
Do you have one that's burning a hole in your pocket? Otherwise, I got a solid one because I'm afraid you might take it. Okay, go ahead. A wild Zubat appeared. Zubat is on the top of my fucking list. Yep. They are the fucking worst. So annoying. If you've played Pokemon, folks, you know what we're talking about. Especially early Pokemon. Especially early Pokemon. So normally in the games, if you're walking around, if you stay out of the tall grass, you don't get jumped by wild Pokemon that want to attack you. However, there are mandatory sections of the game that are unavoidable that require you to venture into caves. And caves are no rules. Anything goes. Pokemon can jump you at any time, no matter where you're standing or walking. No rules, just right. Yep. I think, so I definitely agree with Zubats. However, I'd like to generalize and just say, like, the low-level Pokemon that gatekeep areas in any game. Because I'm thinking of, like, the friggin' Caterpies, the Metapods, the Weedles. Well... The only reason I specifically have Zubat on my list is that when you're in those caves in kind of the early Pokemon games and you're getting bombarded by Zubat, it the game starts to not feel fun anymore. That is exactly so the point. It starts to become attrition because you're just plowing through these Zubat and you hit one literally three, four, five steps in a cave. And you're yeah. you're hitting a zoo. Guy. God forbid you have to double back. Which on you accident. do because the caves are a maze. And like yep. I, I I'll give you credit on that one, Carl. I didn't think about all the low level Pokemon because oftentimes there's only like five or six low level or five or six different types of Pokemon in a low level area. So once you've seen them and caught them all, there's nothing new. And you're training there for a while. You're grinding. You're you're getting level. So mm-hmm. you see the same Pokemon a dozen times, but you can at least avoid the grass to a certain extent. You can't escape from the Zubats. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point. That's the only time in the games I I will actually use a repel. I was going to bring that up. Everybody in this call call has fucking died in a cave to a Zubat. Yep. You're just hearing our ghosts. I never used repels. Ever. Never? No. See, I thought about it that way. You escape rope out of there? Oh, I loved escape rope. I guess I just mindlessly run and just get in my Pokemon trance and do the shit, you know? Well, the other time... The other thing that sucks about it, Zubat? Fucking Supersonic. Yeah. Confusion. Yep. And confuse the fuck out of your Pokemon. And then the Pokemon hurt themselves. So for those playing along at home, Pokemon is a turn-based RPG where your Pokemon gets to do an attack and then the other Pokemon gets to do an attack and you trade off like that. But the Zubat can confuse you with one of their moves. And when your Pokemon is confused, you have a chance to not only waste your turn, but spend that turn causing damage to yourself. Yeah, fucking horrible. It's awful. And like, I feel like the odds are never in your favor with those abilities too. Nope. Those status weaknesses. Yeah. Like, I feel like I never get the good rolls and all these, anytime I use them on other Pokemon, they just get to attack me like it's nothing. You think Blackjack's unfair. Yeah. Wait till you play fucking Pokemon. Yeah, that's fucking real. And that's real, real. One last cherry on top for the anti Zubat argument. I don't know if you guys have ever tried to EV train a Pokemon. If you have mm-hmm. ever tried to particularly go for certain effort values as you're leveling your Pokemon up. But 
if you're stuck in a cave with a bunch of Zubats, it's going to screw your EV training all up. Because if all you do is defeat Zubats, you're only going to gain the EVs that Zubat grants on level up. So like... Sure. Oh. So... I guess I didn't realize... And I've never done it. Yeah. But I guess I didn't realize that was how EV training worked. So like, if Carl, if, if we're playing... Like if you're going through your life, right? And it's like weight training, right? Like if you train arms all day, every day, your arms are going to be ripped, right? So yeah. if you have a Pokemon that needs a high attack stat, you go out and you find wild Pokemon that when you f- defeat them, grant attack EVs. And so when you level up, you get a certain EV spread when your Pokemon levels up based on yeah. the Pokemon you've defeated since the last level up is oh. my understanding, right? So cheeky and they cap out so it's easy to ev train if you're willing to spend a little bit of time doing it like it's easy to ev train early on but like sure if you're trying to get specific evs that zubat doesn't grant zubat fucks your whole thing up so that's one last little cherry on top that i spent five minutes too long talking about (laughs) zubat are zubat are fucking terrible yeah fuck those zubat now and they have they have i'm gonna kind of go in here because this ties in really well to a couple that we've already talked about and one of my theories about annoying enemies video game characters basically i'm convinced that game developers put flying enemies in games to fucking annoy the player (laughs) yep i actually have on my list and we can just cover this now Mm -hmm. uh any flying enemy ever (laughs) (laughs) oh my god verbatim on my list any flying enemy ever well let's talk about it i mean in a in a first person shooter every flying enemy is intended to fuck with you it's intended to break your line of sight take you off from where you're normally looking distract you usually have a fucked up pattern pattern distraction is the big one pattern yeah um (laughs) i get those jokes now i love it thank you (laughs) Uh, I think the big thing is distraction because they're never like by themselves. I mean, mm-hmm. other than like Pokemon where it's usually a 1v1 battle, but like, well, they're always accompanied with some other potentially right. dangerous enemy. Or, on, and give me this one. Let's say you're playing Battlefield or COD and somebody's got a helicopter. You're fucking dead to rights. Terrible. You're dead to rights. Yep. You're done. Terrible. Can't win. Can't win for losing. What was that? What was that pterodactyl thing in Ark? Uh, there's a few. There's a few ones in Ark. Uh, the pteranodons were the ones that you rode. But there was a couple other. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking about dino riders right now? Fucking dino riders, dog. That's going on. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, is going down. I don't remember the ones that attack you though. Yeah. At least not the flying ones in Ark. There's a couple though. I'm trying to think of other flying enemies. Um. Cody can probably Cliff Racers from Morrowind. I wrote down. Oh, they're my. basically Morrowind racks, but they are fucking off. Oh my god, you just unlocked like a suppressed fucking memory for me with this. Yeah, those are terrible enemies. I've never played terrible. Morrowind. Okay, so oh man, so Morrowind, Carl. I've seen it. I've watched people play. I've just never actually right played it. But you've played Skyrim and Oblivion, right? Uh, Skyrim. Okay, so you know in Skyrim it's like a shooter where if you have your sword and you aim at them and you swing, you're gonna hit? 
Yep. Morrowind was like D&D. So when you aimed at someone and pressed the trigger, the game rolled a dice in the background. And even if you're aimed right at them and the animation plays... Didn't matter. Didn't I matter. I hate that. You might yep. not hit them. I hate that. And so cliff racers are giant bat things, probably, again, about the size of a golden retriever. That They look exactly like racks from, from Borderlands. They're just like weird bats. And they are so hard to hit. And they infest the swamp area where you start out as a low level character and they chase you for miles and i can still hear the like noise that they fucking make (laughs) in my nightmares but i mean you could have like yep you could have like 10 of them that would be following like literally 10 of them if i if like they'd be in huge clouds if I was a, a fucking uh, light weaver right now, this would be one of my truths that I'd be fucking admitting right now. <laughs> it's it's real. Tough. This is some trauma. Yeah, cliff Ra- cliff racers suck. Oh my uh, god! You had the bug things from uh, like Fallout New Vegas. Oh, Casadors. Casador, thank oh, you. What about what about the invisible bugs from Resident Evil Four? Uh, they were the moth things, right? No, they were they were like bees, like cockroach bee looking things. They they like fuck me. They dropped jewels. You had to get the three jewels, the red, blue, and green jewel from these guys. You remember these things? You know, there's always some weird like little insect flying things in Resident mm-hmm. Evil games. That's one of their one of their go tos. Mm-hmm. I remember Seven had them in the oh, swamp yeah. house. Yeah, you had to like burn them with a the torch. Bugs. Yep. Uh, again, flying enemies. What about the weird bird things in Slay the Spire on the second floor? Fucking terrible. Yep. They actually, you know what? They're probably my. They're in the middle for me. <laughs> so I actually wrote down Slay the Spire enemy that that pisses me. Is off it the pair? The most. It's the slimes. Oh, the slimes are easy. That doesn't mean that they're not annoying. Also fair. I always during slime battles get so annoyed because they put those fucking slimes in your hand and they don't exhaust until you have you have to pay an energy to get them out of your deck. Yep. And I mean, if you hit slimes in the early levels, half your deck can just be fucking. Oh, you got Nickelodeon slime. You got goop. Uh- I hate it. Here's one for you guys, unless you got one off the top of your mm-hmm. head, Carl. Um, nope, go for it. Everybody's Mario Kart seems to have a different character that fills this role, but you know what I mean when I say the Mario Kart enemies. Like, the AIs in Mario Kart. Those motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. And, like, on the Super Nintendo, it was usually Peach. Peach and Bowser. They were a nightmare. I seem to remember... Toad being an asshole, too. Toad was a fuck. And the AI was really, really good at throwing bananas pinpoint ahead of themselves just to fuck with you. Dude, I... So, I will say, I'm not... I'm not too into Mario Kart. I actually... I I have it on my Switch. It came with it, and I've never really played it except for, like, the first week. But I, I do have memories... Of a child playing on the N64. Mm-hmm. And them just destroying me. I mean... Maybe I was... May, there's a chance I was bad at the game. I'll throw that out there. Ooh, that's an admission. <laughs> <laughs> Still makes Toad an asshole, though. Yep. 
what else we got, gentlemen? So I want to, I know we talked about Pokemon a minute ago, and I forgot to squeak this in there. And it's kind of a one-off emission here. Whitney's Mill Tank. <sighs> Specifically Whitney's Mill Tank. I mean... That thing was an absolute unit. This is almost a different conversation. Yes, it probably it probably is, but I felt compelled to throw it out there because it's one of my least favorite memories from the Pokemon franchise. Yeah, the Man Maker. The Man Maker, indeed. That thing. It was also a Milk Maker. Um, <laughs> the legends say it's still rolling out. To this day. <laughs> Dude, just say it's not quit rolling. No. Rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. That's um, all it hears all day and all night that pokemon was a difficulty spike for sure this this raises another podcast entirely which would be toughest enemies in video games or like Jesus. biggest difficulty spikes which we can definitely get to i d i mean i definitely think that this is the one of the most annoying pokemon though in the game that i've ever battled oh yeah you, absolutely you there's another factor to that fight too which is right it's your turn you know you're going first they're at no health left, practically. You have a move that is going to hit and going to take out their Pokemon. And the game interrupts and says, Leader Whitney used full restore mm -hmm. and brings their Pokemon back to full health. Pisses me off, dude. Artificially inflated the difficulty there. That mill tank. So, yeah, that was a, there's a quick throwback to the Pokemon thing. I forgot to mention that earlier. Yep. Uh, also, while we are on the topic of Skyrim, kind of mm -hmm. mud crabs, mud crabs are on my list. Thank you. You can you cannot, mud crab. You cannot fast travel while there are enemies nearby. That's exactly why they're on the list. So bad. You never see them. Nope. Yep. You don't know they're there. Yep. Uh, lurking. Yeah. You you can't get you, you can't fast travel. You can't rest. You can't do anything while the enemies are nearby. But you can't see the enemies. And then all of a sudden, you take a couple points of damage and look down, and there's a crab disguised as a rock biting your ankle. <laughs> How about fucking uh, also in the Skyrim vein? Uh, what are they? The ice wraiths or whatever? Oh, yeah, those are a little annoying. Those are horrible. You can hardly see them. A flying enemy again. <laughs> they hit pretty fucking hard. Uh, and they just dodge in and out. Yeah, they phase a lot. That's not fun. Man, it's been a while since I've played Skyrim. Back on that Borderlands 2 train. Surveyors. Oh, surveyors are pretty bad. Flying enemy. Oh, that's again. a good one. Flying yeah. enemy flies in big loops and doesn't do the whole straight on dive thing very often, like Rack do when they try to kill you. Mm -hmm. And it dry it drops your shields. It drains your shield so fast. I think that's the worst part is that they drain your shield and everyone else just does all the damage. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a good call out, Mike. I totally forgot that while we were on the Borderlands Two topic. You also mm -hmm. like won't know that they're there immediately either. No, so they'll they'll like sneak up on you. It's always during a fight that one pops up and. Yep. And they're super high in the air, like behind you, just shooting down on you. Yep. They're hard to hit. They're fast, and they're surprisingly tanky at higher levels. You know what? Too, they shield a bunch of fucking characters, and that pisses they me off do. too. You got to hit the surveyor before you can finish killing the other boss yeah. or the other baddie. Yep. Yeah, and they re they repair the enemies if you don't mm -hmm. kill them fast enough. That's fucked. <laughs> I got one. Okay. Uh, did either of you guys play Star Wars Republic Commando? I did. All right. I did not. 
you remember the parts where you either have to overtake an area or defend an area and the droids land one of those little factory pod things yep that keeps spitting out more droids until you take 10 whole seconds and plant a bomb on it and if you die while you're planting it you got to reload and like yep you got to restart and they they will not stop they just continue to spew out enemies any enemy that makes other enemies has serious potential to be annoying oh man i mean back on the borderlands train same way the constructors if you get to an to an area that has a constructor and you're not ready to handle that constructor they will demolish you yep demolish you because they just keep pumping out and populating the map Mm -hmm. and you can't stop especially like the super badass constructors yep the ones that are harder to kill yeah fucking terrible particularly when you're like running up to the bunker and like it's a multi-tiered situation you got to fight through three waves of enemies all the while this constructor's spawning more enemies that one specifically has gotten me stuck more than a couple times right before the bunker or the i mean it just spawns if when it's not spawning enemies it shoots missiles at you Mm -hmm. and they're they're heat seeking it shoots nukes if you don't kill it fast enough i mean if you're under leveled you're you're gonna have a real tough time getting through there. Yep. Well, and That's it'll make those real. surveyors that like heal it up too, so it'll. Oh yeah. Support itself. Yeah. Terrible. Brutal. What else we got? I got a good one. Okay. Imagine you you're, you're on your legendary run of of the uh, Halo story that you love so much. I almost went here. Continue. <laughs> and as you. Uh, are doing your best to methodically clean out the enemies in an area, uh, doing your best to stay covered and, and maybe even uh, move around enough and stay agile to not get hit because it's a legendary run. It's pretty tough. Your shields drop you, almost immediately. You get paper mache hurt pretty, uh, pretty quickly. So you're looking all around and then out of nowhere, somebody makes just this hero shot with a fucking beam rifle. And it's none other than one of these motherfucking jackals from Halo. Jackal snipers. Jackal snipers. Oh, my God. So the annoying. rage. The oh sheer amount of nerd rage. I think this could also be expanded to like snipers, snipers in any game. Yeah. So I, I'm not a big Halo guy. I, I think I played Halo like like land parties with Halo 2 and Halo 3 and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I never like played through the campaign or anything. But snipers in any game generally suck like that. Yeah. Well, so think of like the the snipers in Borderlands 2. Yep. The Hyperion soldiers. They go invisible and just snipe your ass from across the map. Mm-hmm. Yep. Specifically, so take you out in one shot. Specifically, I think this is not even uh, like if I were to expand this category, I'd expand it into like one shot enemies because one shot enemies. That's, okay. what, that's what makes these so frustrating is that you don't necessarily see that they're even there because they're way far away from you. And if you get hit, they're they're pretty accurate, first of all. The jackals don't miss all that often. So Not the that's, snipers that's the anyway. thing. That's the thing with legendary is the AI is pinpoint accurate to your, mm-hmm. to your point, Cody. And also when you're on legendary... The sniper one shots you anywhere on the body that it hits you anywhere. It's a one shot, no matter what, no matter how much shield you have, it one shots you. And so I think, I think someone, when they played Halo 2, timed it one time 
and the average time from when you leave cover to when a jackal sniper hits you, if there's one out there, it's like three quarters of a second. It's, it's something obnoxious in Halo 2. Now they turned it down in Halo 3, but like that, those, they're a run killer because in Legendary, yeah. depending on what you have enabled, you either start back at the previous checkpoint or you start the level all over. Yep. Damn. Yeah, they're real like, Our, they really make it feel like a grind because they'll just reset your run and and that kind of effect. You know, cha- uh, Resident Evil 4 had these two, the chainsaw people in Resident Evil 4 were one-shot one kills. Oh, yeah. They'd kill you automatically. And man, that's just a motherfucker. <laughs> the well, stakes are guy, just so high. That guy took so much to take down, too. Oh, yeah. Because you're at a point in the game when you don't have that much shotgun ammo. No, you're, you're, late, have, you're what, late game like, two in, grenades? in Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Are the are the jackals in Halo 2 invisible? Uh, no. No, they are not. But they are camouflaged to fuck. And they're they also are, generally okay. in the back of a rank. So you'll be fighting like other grunts and all kinds of stuff like leading up to it. And it will be over top of the battlefield area, like yep. oh, sure. taking shots. So like what right. you basically learn during your legendary run is that you have to like charge past the grunts and, and other stuff that's out in the kind of middle area, get behind them, kill the jackals and then deal with who you're, who you've got. But sure. like I said, you don't always know that they're even back there in the first place. So sometimes you're just kind of methodically cleaning out a room or whatever, and all of a sudden a fucking beam rifle comes through and just oh, <laughs> now you're resetting your fucking run. You just yeah. get ragdolled as Master Chief and there you go. <laughs> some bullshit. Yeah, it's some real bullshit. Yep. That one's tough. Few few things have made me feel actual rage like a jackal in Halo has. Yeah. Well, if we we could do a co op playthrough sometime of the Halo games, Carl, I'd be down for that. Just because the campaigns, the campaigns up through three, up through Reach, the campaigns are really really good. They've got like that cinematic sense that Marvel movies or the Stormlight books really convey. Mm-hmm. They're oh, sure. they've got those kind of moments. Like you will feel things. <laughs> <laughs> things. Yeah, I played Halo like multiplayer almost exclusively. Gotcha. And yeah. not until like Halo Five, I don't think. We could we can, we can get you on that campaign train. Plus, it's All so right. eminently quotable. Like, uh you get your guitar I, riffs I, in too. Well, Sar- Sergeant Johnson is like constantly in my head. Like, I have to resist answering everyone with a Sergeant Johnson quote. Like Sergeant Johnson. Yep, Sergeant Johnson. R.I.P. <laughs> um spoilers for a game that came out in what 2007 yeah but we're talking about playing with carl yeah but you know what's happening <laughs> Back so in- i got another one yeah. here i i have one that's pandering but go ahead carl all right it's gonna be jedi fallen order Ooh. those little rat enemies that lunge at you and you can't block their attacks Unblockable enemies is another good category in general. Oh, that is a good I think general in category. Fallen Order specifically, these rats, they like cannot be interrupted. They, once they start their animation to lunge at you, it can't be stopped. And there's always multiple. So you mm-hmm. could have potentially three you gotta dodge for, and they fuck you up in that game. Ugh. Especially because the combat's kind of souls like. Yeah. And that a few hits and you're generally not looking great. 
it's souls like but jankier like i don't know yeah that's fair <laughs> it's definitely more challenging combat Full for compared sure. to like normal action rpgs you know yep but those i don't remember what they're called i just call them rat enemies i mean they they're sound fucking awful. assholes they sound awful i yeah, i played they were little... no good I've only played a little bit of Fallen Order, and I got to the frog boss, and it fucks me up every time. So I'm like, you know hey, what? that that boss is tough too. <laughs> that boss really tests your mechanics, yep. like your mechanical knowledge of that game. Maybe I'll one be that messed me up is the ATST. It fucked me up. Oh bad in that yeah, game. yeah. Man, that thing. That was a real motherfucker of a boss. Yeah, I believe it. You had a you had a one that's pandering, Cody. Who's a pandering? Yeah, kid? Carl. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, one of my least favorite enemies, and I think it's my one of my least favorite because it's so you get you have to fight them so many times and you do it like seemingly endlessly. Are I don't even remember what they're called. Is it Heartless in Kingdom Hearts? I mean, yes. (laughs) So it's hard because Heartless are like the type of enemy in Kingdom Hearts. So there's a few different types, but... I'm just talking um, your standard. They're the fucking regular-ass things. Yeah, the little there's black millions of them, dog apparently. Things. Yeah. They're like... They're yellow, like a, yellow beady eyes. Yep. Yeah, it's like the basic enemy in Kingdom Hearts. The, the ones you dynasty warriors your way through. Exactly. It's real cool. There's a point... Might as well make this a Kingdom Hearts podcast. Um, there's a point in Kingdom Hearts 2 where you literally have to defeat like thousands of enemies in one setting. And it's all heartless, for the record. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen that part. It makes you feel like a badass. Yeah, because it's all like reaction commands, which are like overpowered commands in the game. But you're just unloading on these thousands and thousands big wave enemies. And yep. it's, it's fucking hot. <laughs> I like the Kingdom Hearts call out there, though. And the only reason Heartless I call those one. annoying enemies is because it never feels like you're at risk when you're fighting them. Like, it just feels like, oh, here's... I'm supposed to use these to, com- like, get my combo higher, I guess. Like, it doesn't feel yeah, like sure. there's no... There's literally zero challenge involved right now. They're just throwing them at you yeah, to, right. for the sake of throwing them at you. It's kind, a of a zoo- it's kind of sure. a Zubat feeling, a little bit. A little bit. Except Zubat is way more tedious. Also, where it's like war of attrition, where it's like these are not challenging, but we're gonna throw ten thousand of them at you, and eventually sure. it's going to beat you down. <laughs> One of them will get lucky, right? It's funny because depending on the game, you actually have to like farm certain heartless because they drop like some items or like money or potions or something, or like they have a percent chance to drop like a crafting material. So you have to like run around and just farm these things to get what you're looking for. Sure. And that can be a pain in the ass too. Damn. Yeah, craft doing it specifically for crafting items is a is a tough look. Uh, it's not tough. But like you said, there's just you just gotta keep running and running into these things and Bloons Tower Defense. Ooh. Ooh. Camo bloons and lead bloons. When you're not ready, those are the run killers. When you're not ready for them, those can fuck you up. They can, and and they're so frustrating too because you get to that point, you're like, ah, shoot, I forgot to build something that can see camo, or I forgot to build something that can pop lead. And if you're not prepared, that'll like kill your whole run right there too. The first time you see them, like you said, they're run killers. Especially if you've got your, I mean, everybody plays that game with your 
speed Favorites. just turned way up. And by the oh, time, God, if too. your speed's up so high, by the time you realize that something's not working right, like, oh, I can't shoot camo balloons right now. It's already well, at the end before you can fucking like react fast enough. Uh, let's see here. I got another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, cyberpunk. The the Ooh. folks that have the cybernetic implant that lets them dodge like 90% of your bullets. I know how to fix that. Get a cane, my friend. Taser cane? <laughs> taser cane. <laughs> Cody, taser, Coder, Coder, Taser cane, Campbell. <laughs> Coder. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to stick all weekend now. Mobby. Mobby. That's an inside joke for one other person. (laughs) That's that's making me want to play Cyberpunk again. I only did the one playthrough. It's changed a lot since it first came out. I I started playing it. I bought it on the winter sale probably six months ago on Steam, maybe nine months ago, actually. And I've been playing it off and on, and I've really enjoyed it. Like, now that it's been patched and fixed, I've really enjoyed it. They just had new DLC announced too, or a new expansion for it. They also it's pretty good. If we're going on a tangent here, they also announced Pokemon Stadium One and Two coming to Switch. Yeah, they did. Ooh, Switch Online, nice. I this this is the single best decision Nintendo's possibly ever made. Goldeneye (laughs) also, right? Goldeneye, which they I think they're going to have online multiplayer. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's dangerous. I've got another annoying enemy. Okay. I think we've all played the game at this point, but Breath of the Wild. I've seen it. Yep. I haven't played it myself, but Emily's <laughs> played a ton of it. Uh, the, I don't know how to pronounce Guardians? it. It's like Lizalfos. Uh, they're the lizard things that will be like blend into the environment. They kind of pop oh, up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're real fucking fast and agile and shoot shit at you. I've learned that yeah, we don't that's a like good one. we don't like lizards and we don't like birds on this podcast. If it moves too fast, it's no good for us. Yeah, count me out. There's also a honorable mention uh, in Breath of the Wild in those Lionel enemies. Oh, those things are just a difficulty thing for me. I mean, they're just so tough. Yeah, Lionel. I think yeah, they're tough, but they're a big pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Gosh, there's got to be some more. Um, oh, there's I got a couple more. I think the most annoying enemy for me, possibly in Slay the Spire, are the guys that steal your gold. Really? Yeah, I hate those guys. Man, we play that game very differently. We have different feelings about that game. Oh, we, we, we need to do a Slay the Spire pod because we play that game so fucking different. Uh, it's such a good game. I think the only game we play the same is Pokemon Go. <laughs> Yeah, just about. <laughs> uh, no, but on uh, on Spire, the other ones that I hate are the uh, artifact things where there's three of them and they oh. alternate between the filling status effect and hitting you. Yep. Yep. Filling your deck with junk and hitting you. Yep. But yep. they start with three artifact. Yeah. So Each artifact, folks. That's a bitch. Artifact prevents them from like... Sometimes you don't want to do damage. Sometimes you want to affect the enemy in a negative way, like poison or weakening them or stunning them or what have you. Status effects. Yeah, status effects. And artifact 
is like a blocker for that. And so what Cody is saying is these enemies block your status effects for like the first three or four times you try to use them, which if you're playing a deck that relies on those in Slay the Spire really sucks. Yeah. I'm leaving the Slay the Spire talk to you too. No, I've, got a, I've got another pandering one. Okay. Annoying enemy. Uh, this one's pandering to you, Mike, but oh. Age of Empires 2. Monks Ooh. or missionaries in Age of See, Empires 2. All right. I'll, I'll hear you out. Go stand and deliver. I mean, what more? what is more annoying than building up your army in Age of Empires 2, going into battle, running into monks or missionaries, and having your army turned against you because the monks have convinced them to fight for the other side what a thing. yes <laughs> that's the sound effect that plays when they convert your units yeah. uh that is frustrating and annoying especially if they do it to a high cost unit like i love cavalry in age of empires mm-hmm. i'm a big cavalry guy right they're mobile they hit hard but they require a ton of gold funding knights or cavaliers right like that is a ton of gold sunk into that, like that resource and gold is finite for the most part, unless you have an ally to trade with. So you, you, you finance, you fund this army, you're raiding across the map, you're doing all this. And all of a sudden you get that pop-up that says your, our, our army is being converted by the enemy. And you mm-hmm. look and they've got fucking monks. Yeah. And like, and, and worse than that, they're sending their monks to your fucking elephants or your trebuchets. And it's like, motherfucker, they just go steal all your siege weapons, which takes yep. so much gold. I I could lose, I could just, I fucking hate monks and missionaries in that game. Yep. They are the absolute are worst. There like, are there like rules around what they can and can't convert? Or is so, it just like set percent chance? So yes, there are rules around it. Uh, the base level monks can pretty much only convert like, most like organic units right so like your spearmen your your swordsmen your archers your cavalry um but certain civilizations can get upgrades to their monks so like i think there's some like italian civilizations that have a lot of like religious focus that can upgrade their monks to convert siege weapons to convert unique units like elephants to convert ships you know these these monks are so holy that the entire crew of a ship will turn and fight for your side if they listen to them. Um, the uh, the interesting thing is you can research upgrades that kill your units rather than let them convert. So mm-hmm. like it's called like zealotry oh. or something. So your units would die rather than convert to the other side, which is just kind of a middle finger to the other guy. But it's also a very effective way to kill your units. Like, right, right. Um, Definitely a better option. For sure. It's better for you, yeah. It's better for you if they die than if than that they get converted and start to fight against you. Yep. Uh, the uh, there's a Star Wars reskin of Age of Empires two, mm-hmm. and the monks are replaced with Jedi and Sith. Okay. And so you take Ooh. a unit that can't fight very well in a monk, and turn it into just this melee badass in Jedi and Sith. Who can also still convert things, by the way. They can mind trick stuff to fight for you. And so, like, uh, whatever way you want to slice it. I'm pretty sure Age of Mythology had the same thing. That sounds pretty cool. Oh, 
Hey, it's real cheap on on GOG and Steam. We should play it sometime. We can play it on Game Ranger. It's easy. Uh, any enemy that converts something to fight against you, mm-hmm. frustrating. Like monks were so cheap too. Was the thing monks were super were, cheap units. They were fi- they were fifty gold. They weren't they they did cost gold, but they weren't too expensive. You're right. No, they were cost effective if you had the right upgrades. Yeah, and they sneaky. healed. They were they were your medics. Yeah. They healed, I mean, they were great healers. They were some of the most, mm-hmm. best support characters you could have. And they just would fucking steal your army. There's nothing mm-hmm. worse than having somebody sneaky steal your siege weapons. I would fucking lose my mind. <laughs> yep. Monk walks over, calls out to the crew of a trebuchet, and they turn around and start flinging rocks at your castle. Yeah. Like, uh, have you ever considered... <laughs> Converting <laughs> to Lutheranism. <laughs> just fucking an elephant just turns around. You know what? You're fucking right, man. <laughs> the rider's like, Dumbo, no. <laughs> Reaches up with the trunk, throws the rider on the ground. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking horrible. Yep. They were, those were awful. Those, those sucked. Uh, that is some blatant pandering. I know Carl, you said you had another one. I got a few more still. Hit, yeah, hit me. Uh, so we're going to go with Minecraft here. Ooh. <laughs> and specifically creepers in Minecraft. Creepers. There's nothing worse than just having a nice leisurely day, chopping down some trees, trying to get your resources up. When all of a sudden you hear a bomb diffusing <laughs> and you turn around as this creeper just explodes and creates a crater where you just were yep if you're, and you're lucky, either dead or you fall into lava yep. and then you're dead i was about to say if you're lucky you died instantly if you're unlucky all your shit fell into lava god forbid it's nighttime yep god forbid <laughs> it's nighttime oh man i i played minecraft I think I played it right when it switched from alpha to beta. So I was there when this is flexing a little bit, right? I was there when they added a health bar. Like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Yep. So I didn't know that was a thing at one point or maybe it wasn't a thing. It was, uh, it was interesting watching that game grow and man, it has become something. Let me tell you what I will say. I don't really, I've played vanilla a couple times, but I normally play modded. Yep. Like I have my own modded server that I run. And that shit's way better. Oh yeah. Most most games are better modded. I'll I'll be honest. I'll say it. Most games are better modded. There's so much more you can do. We'll get you there, Cody. I know you I never mod this, games. You know. I'm a, I I'm against it. Let's see here. It's a bad take. We'll get you on modded Minecraft. Yep, we'll get them going. You thought you were addicted to Borderlands. Whew. We're never going to see him again. Minecraft. Let me teach you about sustainable me. energy in Minecraft. Oh, it, it will. It, it won't. It'll get you there. It you won't. I promise it will not. Gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'll say one as, as someone who's played uh, this game with the two of you. Mm-hmm. Any enemy that with their projectiles can knock you out of the air in Marvel's Avengers. Oh, fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even think yeah, about some Avengers. of those. Sh- no one understands it. Yeah, I thought about it and I was like, "No, we're we're three of the t- two hundred people that play this game." 
<laughs> and yet, here we are. Imagine, if you will, being Iron Man and flying along, happily blasting enemies on the ground. Uh, and then, out of nowhere, with like a half-second prompt to dodge, if you're lucky, out of nowhere comes a fucking glowing blue orb that knocks you straight to the ground. It doesn't even let you fly in, like, fall in the direction you were flying. No, no. You're straight down. And if you're over <laughs> a bottomless pit, them's the fucking brakes, Tony. You're done. Yeah. Should have thought about that. Yeah, they, Where's Jarvis now, you're unable bitch? To sprint. You're unable to sprint. You can't fly. You're just... Fuck, you know what, 10 seconds. You know how you fix that, boys? You two quit playing cowardly flying characters and get on the ground like me. <laughs> Once you start flying, you never go. You many times you go I haven't hey. been able to fly. Always. Look, you get, you get enough. You get enough alcohol in Cody, and he'll start ranting about how we never should have left the oceans and evolved legs <laughs> yeah, in the first right. place. That's right. <laughs> Land gang. No, that's a good call out. Land gang, dog. What's up? <laughs> we don't fuck uh, with the sky. I got another. Th- I got another throwback one. Yeah. The zombies you encounter. In Ocarina of Time. Ooh. These things you remember those bastards? scared me. Yeah, I do. Terrifying those, as a the kid. The Redeads, as they're yeah. called. And what would happen is if you get too close to them, they would just j- jump onto you and just start leeching on you for seconds. Mm-hmm. The original yep. Flood you can't had move. a bit of You just got to take it. The original like Halo Flood one. Halo. Yep, Flood. Flood Ugh. gnarly. It's terrible. Uh, As a kid, that was the most terrifying shit, too. Regenerators in Resident Evil 4? Regenerators were pretty bad. Yep. yep. Bull- we need to huge talk scariest, sponge. We need to talk scariest enemies in video games in a pod. I'm in. Ooh. They can it, it, and they they don't they don't have to be from scary games either. <laughs> the fucking spiders in Marvel in Avengers. Oh god. Spiders suck. The spiders do suck. Same problem they is just, that they just hard pull you into an animation. Yep. And there's nothing anything you can that do takes about away it. your ability to control your character. Mm-hmm. With them, they can hit you from so far so across the far room too. Slick with it, impossibly far. Yep. Um, how about the revenants from the new God of War 2018? Very good. This is a very good answer. So these things, for those who aren't aware, are like these undead witch doctor things, and they can spawn into the ground and just teleport, essentially. They pop up for like three seconds until you attack them too much, and they go back underground, just run around the map. Yeah, it's real similar to like stalker vibes from Borderlands that we talked about. Like, they basically nightcrawler around, they limit your ability to hit them, they fucking hit hard, like... Yeah, they will mess you up. They're hard to hit. And again, just too fast. We don't like fast enemies on the pod. No, we don't like invisible enemies. We don't like flying enemies. We don't like fast enemies. And we don't like what? What else? And snipers. Just snipers. enemies. <laughs> <You know? laughs> enemies. We just don't just stand in front of us and let us shoot you. And then yep. <laughs> we'll be <laughs> we'll talk about how bad your game is. Are you That's saying the thing. Face, we're face impossible. Yeah, we're impossible to please. You saying Face McShooty from Borderlands is our best enemy? <laughs> Shoot me in the face. Let me ask you Do this. It. Look, we've talked for, we've talked at length about at length about this, and I want to ask you this one question. 
is Borderlands 2 a better game without Stalkers? No. Hmm. I don't know. No, it's not. I wasn't mentally prepared for this question. <laughs> Carl.exe has stopped working and needs to close. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to send a crash error. report to Microsoft? <laughs> Man, that's tough. It is tough. It's, it's still not, a fucking it's, great game. It's not and a, I don't it, know that removing them it's not, actually... It's not a better game without Stalkers. It, it's a worse game without Stalkers. Be, well, because what other enemy in that game is legitimately challenging at any point you encounter them. You face well, roll that's my, 90% of that game. That's kind of my argument, though, is that... I mean, we're not even to endgame yet. We're trying to get there, but like that's literally what we're playing for. Like We're just cruising through the story at this point so we can get to endgame and do the raid stuff. Right. So like for us, they're just a huge pain in the ass for no good reason. Well, hear me out, okay? Because right now, I am... Like, I'm hard stuck unless I play with you guys because the enemies are bullet sponges. Things are way crazy, and I've built my character wrong. It's great for supporting a party, but I am I suck solo. And so I feel like the kid who overachieved in high school and is now getting his ass kicked in college because he didn't know how to study. <laughs> oh, you mean Cody? Oh, uh, you mean Mike? <laughs> well, you know that darn coder. Um <laughs> No, <laughs> fucking stalkers remind you that, hey, this game can get hard if it wants to. Don't get complacent. You find yourself having to strafe, having to dodge, having to use cover, doing more than just W keying towards the enemy. You're having to coordinate. You're having to use your abilities, switch guns, slag enemies, use grenades more. Like, they're a challenge in a good but frustrating way. That's fair. It's definitely more thought out than mine. I think <laughs> I think Skyrim is better without mud crabs. Hey, do you know what that what effect that would have on the ecological balance of Tamriel <laughs> if we just got rid of mud Fuck crabs? Off. <laughs> Fuck off! I am not That's about to. Yeah, I am not about to hear <laughs> this uh, Greenpeace jargon you're going to throw at me here. If they didn't have mud crabs to eat. How is a bandit supposed to subsist outside of civilization? Oh, so you support banditry? <laughs> I mean, yeah. What do you think you do in that game? <laughs> I murder hobo. It's different. Yep. So uncivilized. <laughs> anyway. I I got a few more. And they're all from the same series here. Hit em. We haven't touched on this series yet. Oh, Ooh. good. So for all the... Uh, Final Fantasy nerds out there with me. Chocobos? We got a few reoccurring characters. Never a Chocobo. <laughs> l- l- the Cactus Put guys. some respect on their name right now. Cactuars. Fuck is one yeah. Of them. Absolutely. <laughs> Aren't they just like tanks? Cactuars? And they run uh, away? Yeah, so there are these little cactus people and they show up randomly, usually in certain areas. Um, they appear in like every game, essentially. Um... As Cody said, they are tanks. They can take some damage and they can also fuck you up. And usually when you run into them, you have to do a series of things depending on the game to like get a reward out of them or something. And if you don't do it in time, they run away. And they're just fucking assholes. Yeah, they have like a thousand needle attack or some shit like that, right? There is a thousand needle attack and they just bombard you with their cactus needles. (laughs) (laughs) He's not better, folks. 
<laughs> no. Oh man. Yeah, it, so also go ahead. With also with Final Fantasy, I got two more. I'm just gonna rattle them off probably. Uh the second one is Marlboros. These are like uh they kind of look like flumps, right? From D D. I don't know what flumps are. Oh boy, F-L- here we go. Isn't it F L U M P H, I think? Flump? Yes. Okay. Yep. Very similar to flumps from D D. They're These like weird. Yeah, they're it's like a tangalo with a giant mouth in it. Yeah, it's a land jellyfish. Yeah. It's a land jellyfish. Yep. What these guys do in Final Fantasy is they have this move called Bad Breath. It's a signature move, and it just like poison and like diseases the whole party. And it can really make you have a bad day if you're not prepared to fight them. So I, usually like higher level. Yep. You gotta waste all your items to heal your party just for it to do it again if you don't kill it in time. Ah, so it's a timed attack kind of. They seem pretty region specific too, right? Yeah, I think it depends on the game a little bit, but yeah, generally it's in like one area. So and both of these things show up in multiple games, right? Yeah, all three of these I'm going to mention are reoccurring themes in pretty much every Final Fantasy game. So so I googled this. Uh Marlboro, also known as a Malball, Morball, or who knows what they're also called? Their last their last alternate name. Don't google this, Carl, it's cheating. I actually don't know. Mad Oscar. I've never yeah. heard that. Fuck yeah. A mad Oscar. <laughs> well, I went down that Final Fantasy for that mad Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Big ass damn gun mad Oscar out there. <laughs> Man, you know, he had that bad breath. <laughs> Scooter meets Final Fantasy. <laughs> this Holy this shit. is where the chocobos live. Get you one. <laughs> yeah, Marlboro's are son of some bitches. Yep. These weird tentacle bastards. Um, lastly, in the Final Fantasy series, are Tonberries. Oh, I don't know what these are. Why do I know that name? Uh, you might have seen it in Final Fantasy. Why, um, why do I know that name? They are these little, like, <laughs> lizard-looking green salamander things that have a cloak on its head. It carries a lantern in one hand and a big-ass knife in its other hand. Yo, it kind of looks similar cute. to the. It, it looks that way. Uh, it's it's similar to the cactuar in that it's uh, a bullet sponge, and if you don't kill these things in time, they will like one hit kill your party member. One at a time. Oh damn! Until your whole fucking party is dead. So they got like some sneak attack shit going on. It's it's got a signature move, and I cannot chef's knife. That's what it is. It's a signature move, and it does massive damage usually like immediately killing a party member um and that's like its only move so like if you don't take care of these guys quick it will annihilate your party it's it sucks because these things are like two feet tall it's (laughs) it's really fucking me up that they have like a dolphin tail well they're like lizards again we hate yeah it does kind of have like a tipped tail you're right we hate lizard enemies on the pod yeah i don't like this specifically ones weird me out Specifically, ones that have big ass knives. Yep. Why? Uh, this is just like a fucking. Ugh. I'm Dude, so disgusted. Words don't work. An image of this to any Final Fantasy fan would make them shiver in their spot. Ooh. Like, powerful. I swear to God. 
I have one more. What you got? The AI in the NHL franchise. Fucking AI. <laughs> Usually your team. They're the they're yeah. my biggest enemy. Yeah, absolutely. Usually it be your own teammates. <laughs> they do the dirtiest. So stupid. Yeah. But also the fact that the AI can seemingly score at will. Like, have you ever you guys have had a game in Chell where you have played perfectly, right? You're not out of position. You're out shooting them sometimes three to one, right? Their goalie is standing on their head and like you you tie the game up with like 30 seconds left and they come down and score one with five seconds left. Like that's real. The ice is tilted. You can't win. I think the worst part about especially the computer AI in NHL is like how well they can telegraph you're in exactly how you're moving, what you're going to do. They're just always in position. Yep. And that's some bullshit. That makes it real fucking tough to play. Or when you think you have a breakaway and then all of a sudden, for some reason, they're like bottom pairing defenseman gets turbo speed and back checks fast enough to like kill God. Dude, speed is a big issue in that game. It just does not make sense. Oh, yeah. The acceleration stuff frustrates the shit out of me all the time. Yep. Where they'll just like gas out of a turn and like zoom out of a turn. It's like, how the fuck did they do that? They uh, they're changing that with the new one coming out in 23. They specifically called out changes to the speed system. Well, here's hoping. I mean, I just want them to bring that game to PC. That would be the way to go. Yeah, please, please put it on PC. Yep. Would never would never get another complaint from me again if they brought it to PC. So you got three people right here. Yep. Three, three buys. That's. We are like we've shown we're dedicated to games that not a ton of people play, like Avengers. Like Avengers. Yeah. So if they bring Child to PC, we'll buy it. We will. Three of us. We All will single handedly support. Yep. <laughs> All right. We've talked a lot of annoying enemies. We've bounced around a shit ton on this pod tonight. Are we are we're gonna have to go through one by one and see if we can pick our most annoying enemy. Does anyone feel confident in their choice first? I almost think this is a little biased for us because if if we don't choose stalkers here, I just I don't know if I have faith in you guys as a Borderlands 2 group anymore. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh well that's a bold claim. Yep. Uh I definitely think that talking about monks triggered something in me <laughs> <laughs> i feel like See, that's I've, hard because i haven't played that i think it's a lot like dots where i didn't realize that i had <laughs> such a hard stance against monks until i this, started talking about them this this is an unfair comparison i will not have dots name dragged through the mud with the same level as age of empires two monks the only thing dots are good for is if you want to piss off your dentist and be like, be like, oh yeah, you worked really hard to put that filling in my tooth. I'm going to rip it out with this stale ass fucking dot. That's like super gluing my mouth shut. Or if you want to be known as the house that gives out fucking dots on Halloween. So no one just comes to your house anymore. (laughs) Unless you want to be that guy. (laughs) They're good for repelling children. (laughs) It's like a repel for Halloween, like trick or treaters. 
The Hainerches down the road are giving out fucking full-size crunch bars. <laughs> and this house is giving out dots. Who do you think they're going to go to next year? My, Mike's just hovering around outside. <laughs> <laughs> Got four outfits. He's changing around the corner. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. That's good. Dots is the winner. <laughs> Most annoying enemy, Dots. <laughs> I hate all of this. <laughs> God, you made such a mistake bringing that up on the pod. Oh, God. Look, man, maybe I'll try them and realize the error of my ways, but I like a dot for the same reasons I like a Mike and Ike. They're so different. Yeah. No. Mike and Ike's are good. Yeah, Mike and Ike's are good because of the candy coating. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> keeps it keeps the gummy part fresh. And I'll it say, I like get I like stale. Mike and Ike's more than dots. In fact, Mike and Ike's might be my favorite candy. I appreciate that. That's a little bit redeeming. Is there a small percentage of you that likes Mike and Ike's so much because no. your name is Mike? No. Like, not even a one percent. In fact, no, there, there's not. In fact, I wish it was named something else. <laughs> but I will say this. At my high school grad party, we did have like a dish of Mike and Ike's on all of the mm-hmm. grad party tables because they're my favorite candy. So Not even 1%, Mike. No judgment. I If, if there were a Cody and Odie's candy, I'm going to like Cody and Odie's a little bit. I mean... Like that 1% no, but, more. Because it, it wouldn't... If you had another candy that was nasty that was like like if mike and ike's were good in plenties like like black licorice flavored i would hate them because mm-hmm. i don't like i don't like black man licorice. that's sacrilege sacrilege i, I also agree with that oh black licorice it. is trash I thank love you carl plenty. all right oh good and plenty we we've we're we're still the jury's still out on the worst candy but we got to come back each of us can pick our own most annoying video game enemy so monk zubat I'm gonna go with Stalkers. Stalkers right. is a good Borderlands one. Too. Zubat's folks, a good one too. Folks, if you have an enemy that we have missed, maybe because we haven't played that game, or it's in a game that we played and mentioned and we just got it wrong, let us know in the comments. Uh if we have any more uh dots supporters out there, please get in the comments because <laughs> I'm fighting for my goddamn life out here. Um, hey, shout out, shout out to Stella, where we were Stella's a, a friend of the show. She lives here in Boise. Uh, she's yeah. a good friend of ours. But she commented on the uh, on the episode, and we were going back and forth because she was also standing milk duds, which we flamed pretty hard on the pod. Ooh. And oh uh, and she was like, "Maybe you're thinking about Whoppers." And then she flamed Whoppers, and I was like, "Hey, you back oh. the fuck off, Whoppers." But I'm anyway, no, Stella, I'm with you on Whoppers. Whoppers are trash. All um, roads led to Mike's crazy for liking dots, though. Like that was the thing yes. we could agree on. Was and that I popcorn just, Stella, is the shit and dots? I just suck. backed you. How could you do me like that? I just backed you. <laughs> on Whoppers and you just, uh. But in any case, if you have any video game enemy or candy related opinions, um, let us know in the comments. We really appreciate all of you listening. Thank you to all the patrons that support us on Patreon. You make this possible. Carl, thank you for your support on Patreon and for continuing to guest star on this absolute rocket sled shit show of a pod. <laughs> um, of course. Where where can people find you? What are you about? What are you up to? Like, 
plug your plug your stuff, man. Yeah, you guys can find me on uh, at Crypto Helix and all socials. Uh, mostly active on Twitter, definitely in Discord. So if you see us playing games in the Shouting to the Void Discord, uh, feel free to hop in there. Yep. And the more people that ask him to stream again, the more chance he might actually do it. Ooh, I'm getting there. I'm getting close. Yeah. I got some games I want to play soon. Yep. Just like anything you enjoy, you can't do it too much or too often for too long or you'll get burned out. You know, yep. You, you got to find that passion and have that be there. So that wasn't a shot. That was me legitimately saying, hey, I like your crypto stream. <laughs> no pressure. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. For sure. Thank you again so much to everybody for listening. Uh, and we will catch you next time. I've been Mike. I'm Cody. It's Crypto Helix signing out. Dino Riders! <laughs> <laughs>